The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest this week is the creative manager of Songfluencer, a Nashville-based music tech startup that connects songs with tastemaker influencers on platforms like TikTok and Reels to expand the reach of music. Our guest is also a TikTok star in her own right, with her account that chronicles her life in Nashville with her fiancé having over 3.1 million followers. You can find out more about our guest's work by visiting www.songfluencer.com and by following at Brookie Barry on TikTok. We are happy to welcome Brooke Barry onto the Break the Business podcast. Hi, Brooke. Hi. So I'm so glad to be on this podcast. I'm really excited. I'm excited to have you, man. That was a lot of bees in that intro. Brooke Barry on the Break the Business. <laughs> Woo. All right. But I'm excited to speak with you, too. There's so many different things I can talk to you about that I think have significant import to the indie artist listeners. And I kind of want to start with just your involvement with TikTok. So as a creative person, as a as somebody who, you know, had all these different platforms available to you to get your message out, to get your art out into the world, what turned you on to TikTok? What got you interested in that platform? So I actually joined it when it was called Musical.ly. Oh, wow. And- I was 14 years old and everyone at school had a Musical.ly. Everyone posted videos of them lip singing and everything like that. So of course I like jumped on that wave. And then after a couple of years, it started to die down and I was still on the app. I was still making content. I was trying to be creative and original and different from other creators on the app. So I would like do acting videos, which they now call like POVs, point of views on TikTok. So I kind of like made the blueprint for that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, so I started on there and then I gained 600,000 followers when it was Musical.ly. So then it switched over to TikTok and I had just had so much fun creating content on the app and it, it had already been such a huge part of my life and the community on Musical.ly was amazing. So I decided to stay and continue to make TikTok videos and then it just progressed from there. An early adopter taking us all the way back to Musical.ly. My yes. goodness. <laughs> I remember doing reports on Musical.ly in what seemed like at least a few years ago on the Break the Business podcast. That was a name I never thought I'd hear again. So we're clearly listeners dealing with somebody who knows this platform if she's been on it since the Musical.ly days. And so mm-hmm. since we got somebody who's experienced with TikTok here, I want to ask you this question. This is something I've always wanted to ask somebody who's a prolific creator on the platform. And that's, you know, you don't just make TikTok videos all day. You are, you are a working person. You, you, you work with Songfluencer. You got all these different things going on. You're, you have a family. And so I'm curious about your process. How do you fit making TikTok videos in your day when you also are a working professional? What does that workflow look like? So I do post on TikTok every day, but it's a little deceiving because I don't make TikTok videos every day. So since I work, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday, I'll have content days on the weekends or after work hours. And I'll knock out like 10 videos or enough bit videos to just post on TikTok throughout the week. So every day I'll post one or two videos and they're all, there will, eh, sorry, <laughs> they will already be ready. So 
That's it. So you you you're putting out a week's you're making a week's worth of videos in a day, and then you're spreading it out throughout the week. Yeah. How much prep goes into, say, a 60-second TikTok video in terms of planning, recording, and post-production? So planning doesn't take very long. I can usually usually just like watch TikToks on my phone all day and then think of a bunch of ideas. And I like the videos, and so they'll go into my likes. And then I'll have my friends come over that are also content creators, or I'll just do them with my fiance or my sister, whoever's around. And I'll just go through the list and be like, okay, let's do this, this, and this. And then of course I try to make it the best quality, so I'll film it on my like my phone's camera and not the TikTok camera. And then I'll go in and edit it, and that never takes long it probably takes five minutes so i would just say five to ten minutes for a 60 second video that's really surprising for me to hear because your videos are so polished you have really nice thumbnails it doesn't look like something that you just put together in five (laughs) minutes i guess that's because you've been doing it for so long you know all the tricks at this point yes so when it was still musically it was I was trying to do things, you know, on my phone camera. I was trying to be like ahead of the game always. So I would make them on my phone camera, actually like slow motion. I would flip my hair in slow motion. And that was like crazy. That was out of this world for people on music. They had never seen anything like that because people only did lip syncing videos. So I would like record on my phone. I put it into this app called Video Star and it would actually take like an hour or two to edit because the technology was so behind. But now there's so many apps that just make it so much faster and I've just learned different ways to record and shoot and make sure I get everything in one take and stuff like that. That's really tremendous. I can tell you, Brooke, as an entertainment lawyer, as a music industry podcaster, as just somebody who follows the music industry and continues to be amazed by how fast things are changing, I find myself more and more engrossed in the ways that the music industry and TikTok are blending together Uh, how one is sort of serving the other and then the other one serves the other one. And and it's hard to know where kind of one end and one, one begins. And you have a lot of folks who are now on TikTok. where are they musicians on TikTok or are they TikTok stars that happen to make music? And I think a natural outgrowth of the relationship between music and TikTok is best seen in platforms like Songfluencer that have come out and are a way for music to be connected to influencers on TikTok to increase that music's popularity. And so I want to hear about what you do at Songfluencer. Can you tell us a little bit about your work there? Yeah. So lots of songs come in every single day. They'll put me in the email. They'll be like, hey, Brooke, listen to these songs. What do you think? Do you think they're going to perform well on TikTok? And if so, can you tell me what timestamp in the song would be best for TikTok? And can you also think of a creative idea for it? So a direction for the video to go in, a concept or a trend that would work well on the app. You know, I've, I've been on the app since Musical.ly. So I've seen every single trend. I've done every single trend. I know how the algorithm works. I've analyzed the whole app. So if I hear a song and I, one lyric could stand out to me like ring ring hit my celly and I'm like bam I I have an idea for the whole video you know (laughs) so (laughs) it's kind of fun it it doesn't feel like work oh I can imagine that seems like a really fun job but it 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 requires a certain kind of creative professional that also knows that platform up and down like you do but I'm curious about something because you said that you've sort of developed a sixth sense for sort of figuring out what songs are going to be right for TikTok and as somebody like me who's a casual observer of the platform, I can't even begin to understand what can make a song pop on TikTok because it just seems so random. I would have never in my wildest dreams thought that 
Dreams by Fleetwood Mac would become this massive hit on TikTok. It seems like there's no rhyme or reason to what makes a song blow up on that platform, but it sounds like you might have figured out a, a few things. Can you give us any yeah, idea of what, 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 what makes a song right for TikTok? Honestly, I feel like every and any song is perfect for TikTok. There's so many people on the app. It's not like it was even a year ago. It's become a lot more saturated in a good way, though, because we have tons of creators, tons of different niches on the platform. You know, everyone has their own little thing that they post about or post for. So with the Dreams, the Fleetwood Mac song, you know, it's really trendy and it's really popular to have this type of like bohemian hippie style, like baking banana bread in your kitchen on a cold fall day, like that kind of thing. So I think that's why the song worked so well. But I do think any song can make it big on TikTok if you just have the right creative direction for it. It needs the right sort of hook. Um, yes. And you got to yes. find. And and I think a lot of times it's just sort of the right moment. Timing is so important. We had a guest on the podcast a few months ago, a guy named Jonathan Mann. Uh, they call him Song A Day Man because he actually makes a new song every day on YouTube. And wow. he had this like massive hit on TikTok because he was watching The Mandalorian one day, the new Star Wars series, and he absolutely fell in love with Baby Yoda. <laughs> and so he made this really silly song about Baby Yoda. It just goes like Baby Yoda, Baby Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> You've probably heard it. And he just put it on TikTok just randomly. And next thing he knows, like, it became the song that everybody wanted to put in their TikTok videos when they were talking about Baby Yoda. And he wound up with this massive hit that got a ton of Spotify streams. And it was just sort of magic. It was just the right yeah. timing, the right song. It was the right kind of cute with this song. And it fit the Baby Yoda character perfectly. And he wound up being an unlikely star on TikTok in the process. It's kind of wild. It's it, it's awesome because Baby Yoda is so popular right now. Yeah. So for him to get a song for it, it was like it had everything it needed to become viral. That's awesome. Well, it is, it is truly awesome. And I can tell you that as more and more stories like that are happening and as more and more people are seeing great things happen for musicians on TikTok, I'm hearing more and more artists asking me, how can I be involved with this platform? And can you give the listeners any some sort of large 30,000 foot view strategies about how should they be approaching TikTok as a musician? Should they be approaching it as I should be making songs for other creators to use or should they be trying to establish themselves as influencers in their own right on the platform? What what tactic tends to work best for musicians? You know, I've seen a lot of musicians become viral on TikTok just by posting their own songs without having to go out of the way and, you know, make their own creative ones, just like their own personal songs. And then in text bubbles or even talking about it before they start singing, they tell the viewers what they wrote it about, why they wrote it about that situation, because they'll be surprised about how many people can relate to their situation and want to listen to the song. And they're like, oh my gosh, post it on Spotify. I've seen a lot of artists blow up that way. I do enjoy that art form a lot. I've seen that where you'll just sort of, while the intro of the song is playing, you'll see the artist sitting there and you, they'll have a description saying when they wrote the song or why they wrote it or what the song means to them. And that hooks you in. And then, of course, yeah. you listen to the song and it blows you away. And then every once in a while, you get a situation where that song catches on in like a certain realm of TikTok. And then people start using that song for other videos and then it becomes a meme. And, and then people start covering it and it takes on a life of its own. It's a, 
what an interesting community TikTok is in that respect. It's crazy. I, I talk about it every day, how like astonished I am at how far the app has come and like how many creators are on it and how many videos are on it. It's just insane to just think about where it came from. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk to you a little bit more about Songfluencer though, because <laughs> it, it is pretty cool. I mean, believe me, I, I'm, I'm infinitely impressed with what you're doing with TikTok and everything about it, but I do dig the Songfluencer platform too. And you talked a little bit about sort of what your work is like in Songfluencer and your role. So let's talk about the company more generally now. Can you talk a little bit about just sort of the life of a song on Songfluencer, the workflow that exists? Like what is Songfluencer doing exactly to connect music to influencers? So Songfluencer has had many successful campaigns like Cradles. And I think that the... First, we'll get a song. I'll just tell you the process. Yeah, walk me through I it. I like think of it that way. So we'll get a song. We'll listen to it. I'll pick a timestamp. I'll pick up a creative. We'll work hand in hand with the label or the artist or, you know, the independent artist. We've had multiple independent indie artists come to us and send us their songs and just be like, hey, I just want you to listen to this. Just let me know what you think. And I'll listen to it. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, this would do so well on TikTok. Like you don't understand. You have to let us take this and do something amazing with it. And they trust us with it. And I, it's just such a good job. And it's so good to, you know, as an independent artist myself, it's awesome to help out other independent artists and make them go viral and have them have their dream career and everything. So that's really neat. What a perfect landing spot for you. I wake up every morning. I'm like, oh, I have the best job in the world. <laughs> Somebody like you who, who's been involved with TikTok since the beginning, since even before it was TikTok. You've been on TikTok longer than TikTok has existed, frankly. <laughs> and the fact that you get to work in a job that lets you work with other super creative people, helping them achieve success on this platform, helping their music reach its full potential. You must get a lot of satisfaction out of what you do. I do. I'm like, when something does well and it picks up on TikTok, I'm like, yes, like, I thought of that idea. I did it. So it's, it, it is very big satisfaction. Oh, that, that enthusiasm that you have is infectious. It's making me smile over here. This has been really <laughs> awesome talking to you. Again, listeners, you can find out more about our guest work by visiting www.songfluencer.com and by following at Brookie Berry on TikTok. Brooke, one last question before we let you go this week. Do you have any last tips to share with the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? My number one tip is to spread yourself across every single social media platform. I promise you, putting yourself out there, you lose nothing. You know, just posting a lot. You may end up going viral, who knows, but you don't lose anything by trying. Right on. Great advice. Again, one more time, that website, songfluencer.com and at Brookie Berry on uh, TikTok. (laughs) Brooke, it has been a pleasure. A lot of tongue twisters this week. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business podcast. 